Hey you, Jana here, and a quick note before we get into this week's episode. If you're listening to this on the day it airs, live online belly dance classes start in two days. You can choose from two six-week courses, Technique Transformation and Golden Era versus Modern Egyptian. Both are technique-based classes spread out over six weeks and are true to the Egyptian style I personally love so much, which means you only need very little space to participate, so no need to worry about moving around furniture or hurting yourself on your cactus. If you're tired of back pain from over-tucking, one arm so elegant Misty Copeland would applaud you, or are simply in awe of the Egyptian starlets of yesteryear and want in on some of that grace, then these classes are for you. All levels, backgrounds, and languages are welcome, and all you need is a laptop, good enough Wi-Fi, and a free Zoom account. And don't let the words group class intimidate you. You're always welcome to ask questions and get personal feedback. Classes are on Tuesdays and Wednesdays, 7 to 8 p.m. Berlin time. That's 1 to 2 p.m. for you on the East Coast and 10 to 11 a.m. for you on the West Coast. For more info on how to register, visit Jana, that's Z-A-N-A dot dance slash classes. Now back to the episode. So hey everybody, I'm your host Jana and welcome to the Advanced Your Belly Dance podcast. This week we have another fun guest here on the podcast. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Hey, I'm Rosa, Rosa Noreen. I'm based in Maine, and it is so nice to talk with you, Jana. Thanks for being back on here. You know, I was checking today. I was like, I know I've had her before. Like, I can't remember yeah. the episode because it was forever ago. It was episode number three, girl. Oh, wow. Yes. Wow. <laughs> this is now, like, <laughs> I don't even know which number that this would be like. I know. You've been studying with this podcast and it's been just wonderful. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's it's been like a, a, a hustle for sure. No <laughs> doubt. No doubt. I know how that goes. <laughs> Good for you. Oh, thank you. So thanks for being back on here. Um, so the point of, of having some dancers come on during this time is just to talk about how we're doing, what we're dealing with, um, but more on like the positive side of things. So first of all, how are you doing, Rosa? <laughs> Thanks for asking. I'm um overall I'm doing well. You know, ups and downs as always, the occasional meltdown and stuff, but overall I'm 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 doing well. I'm really happy to be able to continue connecting with students through Zoom <laughs> as so many of us are and just working out new ways of being. Yeah, how long have you been um self-isolating? We, let's see, in my city, in my city, which is Portland, Maine, we um, started right around St. Patrick's Day. They put like mm-hmm. a, a curfew on the city <laughs> for that day. Um, and then I think it kind of rolled out from there. Okay. So it, what's now. that, like two months, two <laughs> yeah. and a half months, something like that. Yeah. Are you self-isolating alone or do you have your family around you or how is that? I... I live with my boyfriend um, of almost 13 years, and he's a performer and artist, too. He's a guitar player as well as a writer. So um, (laughs) we've both been just trying to figure everything out, and it's Mm -hmm. been really great to, to, you know, having been together for a while, I feel grateful for that. Having traveled together, you know, that that means that we've learned a lot about each other in, in more stressful circumstances. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm glad to have that background with him and to have him be the one who is here with me. What are you most surprised about yourself during this time? If anything's come up, like, so for me, for example, I've, I'm someone that, that just used before this, my apartment just basically to come and sleep. <laughs> Cause mm-hmm. that's all I, I've just 
been out of, of my place. And now that I have to be in it, yeah. I really should have invested more time in decorating this place because now I have to stare at it 24-7. I hear ya. Well, I've had this one corner of like our there's one room that you just kind of walk into and it's not like a room for relaxing in. It's not a room for eating. It's just like this pass through room. Mm -hmm. Um, And I've had this nest of stuff in the corner for ah, probably the entire time we've lived here, which is almost 10 years. Um, And, you know, just like cycling through, this is just where I put stuff until I deal with it. And now that room is essentially my in-home dance studio. (laughs) (laughs) And it's also been Sam's, um, performance space as well he's doing stuff online so I finally cleared out that corner and I discovered it is possible <laughs> to clear out that <laughs> nest my cat has decided she still wants that corner even if it's not full of stuff so she just oh. sits on the floor <laughs> in uh-huh. that same corner. Uh-huh. so yeah so I'm, I'm proud of myself for um discovering I can actually clean that corner up (laughs) (laughs) yeah I think a lot of us were like oh we're gonna have time for spring cleaning and then it's like no it's just yeah no we're the problem we are the issue it's not more time on our hands it's just um yeah and that's me staring at a bunch of things that I still need to throw away oh (laughs) I hear you don't worry it's just that one corner (laughs) that I've cleaned up Uh, it must be nice that you have a cat. That's nice to have a pet. Yeah, this. we have two cats, and they they make appearances on my Zoom classes, and oh, they're to varying degrees of independence. <laughs> are they just yeah, like, why are you two home all the time? <laughs> they seem to be. At first, one of them was just exhausted at night. It was like she started jumping up on my back, which was a new thing. And so it was like this new exciting thing she could do. And then at night she would just sprawl. She's not a sprawling cat. She would just like pass out and sprawl. It was so cute. And now I think she's adjusted and they're both, they're both fine with it, but they just don't like it when we aren't able to, when both of us are teaching at the same time and can't pay attention to either of them. (laughs) (laughs) And how have you been uh, transitioning your your classes to online? You mentioned that you, as well as pretty much everyone, including us right now, are using (laughs) Zoom. (laughs) How has that been, the transition? Yeah, it's been, it's been, it's it's been good overall. It's weird trying to figure out, um, first I just took three weeks off. I was like, all right, we'll open the studio up again in three weeks. (laughs) Pipe dreams. Um, (laughs) And, uh, yeah, so then I realized that definitely wasn't happening. So then I made, you know, made the leap and figured out the tech and all that stuff. And, um, my, my dance studio doesn't have internet. I've, I've deliberately not gotten internet there because I really like to keep my creative space separate from the temptation of doing admin work or, you know, things like that in that space. Um, we don't have a separate office. It's just the one, the one room for the studio. Um, so so we haven't been able to teach out of the studio. Um, so like I said, I converted this room at home and a couple of the other teachers at my studio have kind of done the same. Um, yeah. So it, it's, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't work for everybody. Some people just don't either don't, some people flat out don't have internet at home. Some people mm-hmm. have a slow connection. Some people are just sick of the zooms by the evening. I'm sure everybody is familiar with all these, yeah. all these problems. Um, and some people just don't, you know, that, 
translation of, of 3D to 2D just doesn't work for everybody. And, and, and I get that. So, you know, for me, it's been a process of trying to figure out which is my right and which is my left and which is their right and which is their left. <laughs> and how do I, and <laughs> so that's been, that's been a fascinating process. Um, we were about halfway through an 11 week session when we um, started um, isolating. And so um, I, I did pick back up and we just finished out the session. So it's interesting to kind of see where, where that played out and the material I had prepared for the studio, you know, didn't always translate to zoom. So um, figuring out new ways to approach movement and approach learning for each person um, has been a really, a really big challenge, but a really good challenge as well. And I think um, um, one of my friends, um, Sahina out in Western Massachusetts, um, she's been um, involved with, uh, I forget exactly what it's called, but basically diversity and learning. So different, different ways that people take in the information and those types of things I, I would really like to learn a lot more about um, just different, different ways. You know, I, as a teacher, I've been teaching for, I don't know, over 10 years. Um, and so of course you encounter all different types of learning styles and different ways of engaging people in person, mm-hmm. <laughs> but translating that to the 2D format is really interesting. Have you had um, the same like students that you've had in the studio come join the online classes? Are you been able to get new people? Because now they're like, okay, great. These classes yeah. are available online so I can finally take them because I don't live in that city and now I can join. Both. And that's been really fun. It's been really nice to see, you know, familiar faces. I think about Honestly, probably about a third of my students were able to finish out the session. And of course, you know, we're, we're doing credits for everybody else. Um, and so it's been really nice to be able to continue to connect with those dancers. But then new people from, or not new people, but mostly people I already know, um, occasionally, actually a few new people, um, have been able to join in um, from other cities within Maine, within my state, and mm-hmm. then other cities... I'm on the East Coast. I've had people from California, Washington, uh, Washington, D.C., Massachusetts, just like all over be able to join. And it has been so much fun to connect with these folks. So that's what I love about like during this time. I love that everyone got really creative and adapted. And the fact that now you can take classes from pretty much anywhere around the world um, for, I mean, just you sign up for Zoom, you pay the teacher Mm -hmm. through the website and you join. Like I find that so great. What tips do you have for anyone that's for both either students that are wanting mm-hmm. to start like as an online class? What is it that you wish that the students would know before they're joining and also teachers that are about to put out their classes online or are doing it online? Yeah, great questions. Um, for students, if, if the student wants feedback, and of course this is unique to each individual, um, but if the student wants feedback, it's really helpful to be able to see their hips in addition to their shoulders and, and head. I think it's an adjustment to think about how much of our, our bodies are on the screen. But as a teacher, you know, I want to help each individual student grow. And so I know a lot of us aren't able to be in a space where you can see head to toe. Um, but if I can see hips to head, then that really does help me help you. Um, and of course, I completely understand that each individual has their own preferences as to, as to, as to how they appear on screen. Um, but if that is something that they want out of the class, it's good to, um, 
be able to, 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 to know how to help the teacher help them. Um, and then for teachers, I've started using um, Acuity because it allows me to integrate with Zoom. It sets up my Zoom meetings and it also allows me to send out reminders. So when someone is signed up for a class, they can get a reminder an hour before in addition to their original confirmation email so that they don't have to dig back through <laughs> their emails and remember, you know, what they, <laughs> what they signed up for and, and when and, and how to search for that in their email. Um, they just get the reminder one hour before class and then it's, it's not buried. They can click that link more easily. So as a teacher, that's, that's a, that's a priority for me is trying to make it as easy as possible for the students to get into my classes. Yeah, that's a good tip. I've heard of acuity scheduling before. There's some like podcasters that have them as sponsors and I've looked at it before. Yeah. Um, they have like, I think a basic, uh, and then like a premium feature. Yes. I know if anyone has Squarespace, it can integrate with it very easily. Yes. Um, so that's yeah. a good tip. How do you then, do you take the payments through the website? Do you have to people have to PayPal you like how then do you make sure that it's the links are getting sent out to the people that really booked for the class that you just yeah. manually or right and that's another thing I was trying to <laughs> avoid as much as possible doing it manually because I will make mistakes I will leave someone off a list I will you know lose something something will go wrong so I'm trying to streamline as much as possible so for my multi-week sessions I'm taking payment through Stripe on my website. And then that all goes into a Google form. It's a batch of people I can copy and paste once and it will set them up. It has a like a group class function so I can set them up to get all the reminders for each week's class. It, it'll do like a unique link for each each day, each class um, to avoid crashers and <laughs> et cetera. Um, and then for drop-in classes, I have people actually book a drop-in class through Acuity so that when it's like a changing group of people each day um, or each class, then Acuity assembles those, those for me and, and takes the manual work out of it. Acuity will integrate with Stripe and PayPal and Square, I think, and you pick like what combination of that you want to allow and then, yeah, so, so, so for, the, for, the, for the classes where I have the same group each day, I just do PayPal on my website. And then for the drop-ins, I, book, I have them book through Acuity. I've been able to set up like class cards and people can redeem packages. They have a really simple – anyway, I'm, I'm a fan. Um, it took me a while to get used to it. It has a lot of settings in a lot of different places. But once I, once I got used to it, I'm, I'm over the moon about it. <laughs> That's a good tip because I've had some people ask about like, okay, well, what kind of tech do I need to get this set up and that? And I was like, oh, honestly, yeah. I haven't started my online classes yet. Like I'm a little bit behind. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. It's just because um, for me, I don't own a dance studio. I, I rent it out for my workshops mm. that I have mm -hmm. only every, every two to three months. I'll have like sure. special workshops. And, um, so I don't have this, um, this thing where I'm like, Oh God, I have to keep these people. <laughs> <laughs> That's <kinda nice. laughs> and, um, but then now that I do, I am at home, I'm like, Oh, I could actually offer something on a weekly basis, but I just haven't had the yeah. time. 
to figure out like what is it because I would like to offer it to people in English and in German mm, I'd like that would be wonderful it. yeah I'd like to offer it also in other languages too um, mm -hmm. but it also has to do with like the time zones because I'm six hours ahead <laughs> of the East Coast so it's like hmm. <laughs> yeah so I thought like oh maybe I should just do pre-recorded classes but then I don't know. So anyone was like, hey, what's happening? So I am doing workshops <laughs> that I had postponed. They were supposed to be live. And then I postponed while we were waiting to see what was going to happen. Mm -hmm. And then in the end, I decided to have them online only. So cool. June 27th. Um, so I am doing the live workshops then. But before then, um, by the time this comes out, I might already have like one or two little small workshops to see how it goes and to see... Um, I definitely recommend doing a doing a test run <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> with people with multiple people. Yeah, that's what um, I'm thinking of doing offering just like a even like just like a 20 minute yeah. small class just that could be even like free or community based or whatever just to like you guys would get to like dance and then I would get yeah. to my tech. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. I did that and I'm really glad I did because there's things you just can't know until you have <laughs> have the people. But yeah, Zoom and Acuity are my best friends as far as making sure everybody gets in. Another nice thing about Acuity is that it, it, the person signing up puts in their time zone. Mm -hmm. And so the emails that they get will say two o'clock in your time zone <laughs> is when the class is or whatever. That is a very good point. Because <laughs> so I'm that, only one here like 6 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> that is a good point, Yeah. What was your, your tester class then? What was, what did you decide then to try out for your, um, I did yeah. a, I think I did a 50 minute lunchtime shimmy class, which is one of my ongoing drop-in classes. And then I did a one hour, um, intro to ballet class. So they were both, these two classes were both beginner level. And so I had, you know, other people join in too, but I, was focusing it as like intro level classes for the trial class for the free class and I did them back to back and yeah and then I you know sent out an email asking for feedback from everybody and I didn't have acuity up and running at that point I just did like a sign up through a I think it was a google doc form on my website or something like that and did you have any hiccups during the class like these yeah <laughs> The waiting room was a challenge for people. It's a good security feature, but when people have Wi-Fi that goes in and out, um, if they get kicked off, then they have to wait for me to let them back in. So if I had like a, you know, an assistant who was monitoring the waiting room and was a co-host, like, cool. But if I'm just teaching, which, which I am, it's just me, then if they have to wait 10 minutes to be let back into their class because their Wi-Fi dropped off, that's incredibly frustrating. So that was one thing. And then just discovering that certain movements that might translate in person don't necessarily translate on a screen. Mm -hmm. um, certain gestures or certain little indications I was trying to give to my body just didn't really come through. And so that was, that was also a good thing to learn. And what have you learned about yourself during this time with regards <laughs> to like your new schedule? Like how, how, what does your new schedule look like now? So I'm starting a, a new schedule this week, which is expanded. I'm going to 
teach at, in my time zone, um, 10.30 almost every morning. And sometimes it's one class, sometimes it's two classes back to back because I need, I need help getting going in the morning. And as long as I have an external deadline, it will happen. If I have an internal deadline, I just won't do it. So for me, it feels good to get up and move first thing and to, um, you know, have, have an external deadline. Yeah. So I'm teaching a lot more ballet classes. I'm teaching a lunchtime shimmy belly dance drop in noon, my time zone class, adding some belly dance levels one, two, and three, and some, uh, uh, trying out like a daytime and an evening for the intro level classes just to kind of see, I'm just like throwing darts here and I'll see what sticks, (laughs) but I'm like teaching way more classes than than I ever did in person. Um, And then we'll see what, you know, what settles. But yeah, yeah, I'm going to be adding a whole bunch more and we'll see. Definitely teaching keeps my mood lifted and being able to share this time with people really lifts my spirits and also it helps my body. Those first three weeks, I started really getting a lot of lower back pain and Mm -hmm. just, you know, kind of really worrying. I can't get a massage. I can't, you know, do the things I normally do externally for physical self-care. But once I got back into a regular teaching schedule with regular stretching, it really, it really helped my body. Yeah. I have to start the day with some meditation to keep my mind sane and then something like, uh, just like a short workout even just to make sure my body's still working because the number of steps I take per day has definitely decreased. Yes. Yes. I don't walk barely at all anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Constantly at least 10 to 15 minute fast treks from here to there all over town. No more. <laughs> yeah. I thought about like jogging around my neighborhood. I was like, uh-huh. have I gotten to that point yet? <laughs> I need to do that. I don't think so. <laughs> Let's work. How to pick what works for you, right? That's yeah, the thing. I'll stick to my little at-home workouts for now. <laughs> <laughs> but I definitely feel you on that, uh, on having like an external motivator to get you out of bed. Like, maybe I should do that. <laughs> I should start. <laughs> like, I guess better than an alarm. <laughs> yeah, because then you're like, oh, I, I have to show up. Because sometimes, yeah. especially you know this because you've been dancing for over a decade now. <laughs> like, you know, the longer you dance, sometimes it's harder to fit in practice because you're just like... Mm-hmm your focus on on choreography or your class plan and this and that and the Mm -hmm. business part and everything else that finding the time to do even like a regular practice, even though we're professionals, it's, it's hard sometimes. Yes. So even if you're like, okay, well let me teach like a technique basic like class, then it's like, Oh, I'm getting the practice in. (laughs) Yes. Oh, it's so true. It's so true. (laughs) (laughs) The win, win. Yeah. So Rosa, what are you most grateful for during these, shitty times. (laughs) Oh, goodness. I am grateful for continuing to be able to connect with my students for having such an incredibly supportive partner here to quarantine with Mm -hmm. and some cats for some, uh, some levity (laughs) (laughs) and fluff. And what do you see in the belly dance world that you wish would really stay after this is over? Like I, I hope people continue doing the online thing. I mentioned this in the interview with Yami before, but there was an article that stated that uh, people that have disabilities feel more seen now (laughs) because they're able to participate in, in like even just these virtual museum tours and the shows and everything that's online now. 
Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. And I really hope that, that for the belly dance world, we continue this, um, the online portion of all of this. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I used to, I, I would do it occasionally, but I really didn't like teaching live online classes. I much preferred, um, just doing pre-recorded if I was going to do online, I have, you know, online intensives that I've run, but connecting with people online really kind of stressed me out um, as far as like a live class um, or private lesson type thing. And I have gotten over that. (laughs) That that doesn't, that doesn't bother me anymore. And so that's, that's a nice thing. So yeah, I, I, I hope that we can continue to think about all the different ways that people learn and that people interact with both information and space and, and try to be really aware of that going forward. I think we all now have this infrastructure, or not all, of course, but many, many of us, teachers, studios, museums, have an infrastructure in place that that really can continue to expand. I think one fear that people have is that if it's online, people won't show up in person. And sure, I think, you know, that will be the case for, for some people. But the more people that we can include, the better. And the more ways that we can include people, the better. Yeah, with you on that. I definitely also, yeah, like you mentioned, um, that people are scared that, oh, well, if I do it online, no one's going to show up. I think that, I think the opposite will be true. Cause I think if you're really loving someone that you watch, that you're yeah. talking with online, or even if you're like listening to like, let's say like people that I listen to their podcast, I'm like, oh, I wish I could meet them in person. Like I will pay to go to an event <laughs> of theirs. Like I feel like if it's some, if it's great content and great teaching that you put out there, people are going to want it more. Yeah. So yeah, totally I think agree. That looking at it as like a restriction, looking at it as just another way to put content out there. And yeah, for sure. People want and to another thing, people they love. So yes, yes, totally, totally agreeing with you. Another thing that's been so nice to see has been just how supportive so many people have been of each other, sharing information as to how to get our Zoom sound working. Like that's a whole odyssey that <laughs> anyone who's teaching has has been through, and I'm sure any student taking classes has seen a, a variety <laughs> of uh, sound quality in, in all the different classes. And so just like how, how, how much people have really stepped up to help each other, whether it's through, you know, paid programs that they've developed or just sharing info on Facebook or sharing tutorials. Um, there've been some really incredible classes put together, like by Alia Tabad and Heather Wayman in particular, and just like the, info that that people have shared on on Facebook groups for teachers has been so helpful and kind and generous and it's been really nice to kind of connect with people on a different level in that way I've really enjoyed that so I I hope that you know I hope that 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 spirit continues (laughs) and are you going to be continuing your classes online once you reopen I'll I mean I I I want to (laughs) I have to figure out the internet situation in my studio, it will involve purchasing additional equipment, um, equipment that works in my apartment in a much smaller space won't work the same way in my studio. And also just getting the service up and running and being able to afford the service will be a bit of a challenge. But I know that even as we reopen, it's, it's going to be a process for a lot of people and different people are going to be comfortable at different times. Not everyone is going to be able to jump back in at the same time for various, you know, medical reasons or other reasons. 
so yes, yes, <laughs> is the upshot. Do you know yet when you're reopening, have there been any restrictions lifted in your state? Um, there have been some restrictions lifted. Hair salons um, and a couple other things like that have been able to open, but with specific requir requirements. Um, they've also lifted restrictions in some of the more rural counties in my state. It's overall a very rural state. And uh, honestly, th those things make me nervous. Um, as, as a dancer, I need my lung capacity. <laughs> and while I'm not in a high-risk group, there's just so much that we don't know about this disease yet and the long-term effects. Seeing some people with long-term lung issues really scares me. Like, mm -hmm. I, <laughs> and also, you know, even if I do get it, if I get a light version of it, I'll be flat out for two weeks potentially, you know, and who's, who's going to pay my sick bills as a self-employed person, you know, for, for that type of time. So it's, it's really, it's really hard to know. I think I'm going to be one of the more cautious people because I want to remain safe and I want the people in my community to remain safe. So I'll definitely be keeping my ears out on the news regarding treatments and, you know, testing and vaccines and how all those pieces fit together to be able to enable self safe environments. Um, theoretically, we'll be able to reopen fitness studios in my state with phase two, which is slated to start June 1st, but the guidelines for that have not yet been released regarding distance and cleaning, and I don't really know what else yet. Um, so a lot of unknowns, a lot of unknowns. Um, I will be one of the more cautious people. And um, really, I just, I want everyone to be safe. Yeah, I know here in Germany, they've lifted restrictions as well. And mm -hmm. studios, like dance studios and fitness studios are set to be open in some states. But I, yeah, like you said, I'm a lot more cautious. There's a belly dance event happening in Cologne, actually, that I was supposed oh, wow. to go to in June. Yeah. But I decided to pull out. It's yeah. to get there. It's to to travel across the country, and I and I'm alone in Germany. If something happens to me, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Uh -huh. but, and like just to imagine, like having I didn't even know how I would get there, and where I would stay when I'm there. Considering that like ho most hotels and everything are so closed, and then having yeah. to to like either wear a mask while I'm dancing, which is yeah. very restrictive of breathing. Like, and I, I was just like, sorry, I really wish I could attend, but it's, it, I just don't see it. Like, even just for me, just even if I'm doing all the things like emotionally and mentally, it will affect me just definitely just those two days being there. So yeah. I took a lot of that, unfortunately, but like, um, yeah, I'm being really cautious as well. I think my next workshops are planned for September and I think that will be the first probably live ones I'll have all year. Yeah. Happen just in case, because I, like you mentioned, we don't, there's a lot of unknown and I'm not too, I'm not like, I don't want to say paranoid because there's, there's reason to worry. I'm not someone that's like, Oh, I'm going to leave my house and get it. Mm -hmm. Right. <laughs> right. Quite at that level. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, it's it, there's either two two types of people that are around the, the ones that just don't care at all, the ones that care too much, and both groups of people terrify me at this point. So agreed, agreed. It, it's just even just for my own mental well being. Like the more I can stay at home, the better. And yes. um, yeah, gonna have to figure out as well what what I can offer for people. Um, yeah. Now that 
probably most people are not going to be going anywhere over the summer. Yeah. In the summer months, everything is pretty much shut down as far as dance studios and everything goes because everyone's traveling. Right. But now that probably more people are going to be staying home, then it's an opportunity for dancers as well to maybe do something. Yeah, that's true. So let's see. Thank you so much for being part of this. You are welcome. (laughs) I really appreciate the opportunity to talk with you. (laughs) Is there anything you want to plug? How can people find you? How can they support you? Yes. um, Thank you. During, um, I have ongoing drop-in classes in adult ballet um, and lunchtime shimmy, which is a, a belly dance class that's upbeat, and we have a new a new combo each week. And so people from all over are welcome to join in those. Those are live classes. Um, I'm also re-releasing a new version of my Delicious Pauses online intensive, and so that will be pre-recorded videos, 12 lessons that come out over four weeks via email. And so people can do them as they get the emails or they can just make their own schedule for like six months. So there's a lot of flexibility, but I figure delicious pauses is a really nice thing to work on during this time when we're all just slowing down. I agree. So thank you so much for coming on the show again, on the podcast. People check out her website, rosanoreen.com. Yes, rosanoreen.com. You got it. And go check that out. And thank you so much for being part of this. Thank you, Jana. It was so nice to talk with you. Likewise. Thanks, guys. And until next time.